0: So great to have your company on the Marketplace. These are our very special roundtable editions where we take a look at each team, their rosters as they stand so far. And with NBL 24 ticking down to almost two months away from the start of the season, it's a very, very important time for a lot of teams to get this all right. Very important that we get it right as well so we've got the best brains in Australian basketball. Simon Mitchell, the former coach of the South East Melbourne Phoenix. And I've got to say, Simon, in the first two episodes of the round table. You've been looking pretty comfortable on this side of the desk now, I must say.
1: I'll just finding my way at the moment. Uh, I'm around some greatness here though. So I'm just (laughs) learning, taking notes and learning.
0: (laughs) Liam Santamaria, who uh, is also affectionately known as Australia's version of Jerry Maguire, the deal breaker (laughs) extraordinaire. Liam, um, I'm really interested to have a look at our last three teams here.
2: Yeah. I mean, we've got some teams here that have had some major changes over the course of the off season. And, um, I've got some, some, some cool guys to have a look at. New to the league, some guys that have, are returning, moved a little bit in free agency, so plenty to break down. And the greatest
0: player that has ever stepped foot here in the Hungry oh, Jacks, NBL, Andrew Gaze. I hadn't even finished introing you, but no, uh, well, well, welcome all the same.
3: Well, I'm not sure we, that everyone would agree with that, but I appreciate your thoughts.
0: Well, we appreciate your thoughts on Melbourne United, and that is where we are mm, going to okay. start today with a team that has had some big names come in. A couple of names go out as yeah. well, um,
3: but... This starting five is uh, another one that's going to look pretty drastically different to last season. It is, and uh, really impressed with what the Melbourne United have been able to do in the off-season. They've got a great team. Bring back Joe Lowell, a, a chul who had a sensation a couple of seasons ago, part of a championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only concern I have is the the recent news that he's going to miss a chunk of the season mm. with a wrist surgery. So if he is out for an extended time, if that doesn't recover like they would like that, that that is a significant hole that they've got to try and uh, fill. I think the signing of Luke Travers, there was a guy that was on the right trajectory. Uh, recently in the summer league, Liam yeah. showed why he was drafted and showed that in yeah. that NBA style of play, he he did not did not look out of place. And if he can continue to improve his shot, bring him back a superstar, in, in Matthew Dellavedova, Golding's still got plenty more to to, to give and. And 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 some of the new additions as well. Uh, Flynn Cameron. Now here's a guy. I've only seen glimpses of him, so I'm not overly uh, qualified. Other than he comes from terrific DNA with his dad, who was one of the smartest basketball players played with the New Zealand national team in, in Peru, and a guy that that didn't have all the physical attributes, but played with great basketball IQ. And his son. Looks impressive. Uh, Riverside, was it? Yep. Yeah, I think it was Riverside that he, he played at. And I think that he. it's going to be interesting to see him. The other question, Mark, that, that on a sad note is, is Shea Illy. You know, he's had all these concussion issues. Can he hold up? Uh, it's it's one of the concerns, not just with, with Shay, but in a lot of sports these days and the repercussions of head injuries. Yeah. Mr a large chunk of last season. In fact, if he had been there, they would have made the playoffs. He, he was significant, and I suspect that they, they're hoping that he's going to have a, a very important role, and if that, for whatever reason, that doesn't turn out, that's going to hurt him. But uh, across the board, they have loaded up Tanner Krebs, solid pickup, and bringing back, when I say bringing back, through injury with Ariel Hockporty, mm-hmm. he to me, uh, was showing great signs of what he can do. Uh, he's a, he's a potential NBA player. Uh, what he can do around the block. He was getting better. I think Dean was beating it into him about the (laughs) the requirement at the defensive end. Mm -hmm. And, um, there was some really good signs there. So a lot to like about this veterans coming back in Brad Newley. He he spent more time in the four spot than he has ever in his career last season. Mm -hmm. And I suspect that that might be the case, but still has some versatility. So there's a lot, I think there's, this is again, a championship contending team in my view. And uh, I think they've done exceptionally well in the off season. You know, they're going to be tough as hell on the defensive end and um, they've got a lot of scoring. So there's not too much that you can look at and say that there's a reason to be pessimistic. It's all glass half full optimism as I look (laughs) at this lineup. I, I feel the same.
2: Sydney. And Melbourne, for me, are the teams that have, I think, put together the, the rosters that, that impress me the most over the course of this offseason. Still an important piece to come in terms of what they go from an import perspective. Um, and then, you know, some, some big question marks in terms of Shea his ability to stay healthy if he cops another one. Touch wood then that's going to be an extended time on the sideline. But can I just throw this into the mix, fellas? Mm. The timing is absolutely impeccable. I'll speak on it. An olgen bomb just arrived on my phone. Like well, as this. we're recording. About Melbourne United mm. and this Joe Luala-Chul situation, literally as we're recording, Rob Lowe has signed with Melbourne United as a nominated replacement player, sources told Mr. Ullich. There the Kiwi go. big man retired last month. Quit? But will know. return to the NBL... And immediately fill a need at the five spot for United, so you got to love that as a pickup for this injury replacement. It's been a few years since he retired from Cairns, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, New Zealand as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, he's um he's had more comebacks than kiss. I think. Um <laughs> Your no, man, yeah, good picker. He's still got like the kiss picker. number oh, play. Great. No, they've moved on. to oh. like. <laughs> Co- coming off <laughs> another great New Zealand really league good season, season end, uh, yeah. And, yeah. and and yeah, look, that's a fantastic. And it's funny because we're, we're obviously the the bomb you've got right there, I'm looking through the the center spot, if you're going to lose somebody, is probably the best spot to lose someone at this stage of the season because mm-hmm. there is availability there. Now, if you're looking for an Australian small forward, good luck. Mm. Um, if you're looking for an Australian power forward, good luck. They're not there. So the center spot, getting a local in Rob Lowe, fantastic signing. I'm looking at my list here. I didn't have Rob on it because he did retire, mm. but that is the best of, uh, of, of a, a solid bunch of replacement players. And, yeah, I like that signing a lot for Melbourne.
2: Yeah.
0: What type of player are they looking at with
2: this import spot, Liam? Are we thinking three men? Uh, yeah, I think so. A 2-3, I would think. Now, I reckon they've got the starting lineup right here. I think they're looking for someone to come in off the bench. Okay. A la like a Scotty Hobson type. When they won the mm. championship with only one import a few years ago, they had that guy coming off the bench. So I reckon it's a Shailly-Matthew-Delavadova backcourt. With, with Chris at small forward. I love Luke Travers in this power forward spot for Dean Vickerman at Melbourne United. He's I think he's going to tap into the Xavier Cooks type blueprint for Luke Travers to say, you're going to be our connector at the offensive end. And a, a little bit of kind of what we've seen on that NBA floor at the Summer League, you know, the ability to rip it, push, run, get, you know, and, and make plays off, off drag screens and pick and rolls. And he has, you know, we've seen, I talked about Bobby Clinton being able to look over the defense. You see that with a guy like Josh Giddy Luke Travers can do that as well. He's got some playmaking upside that I think they're going to tap into. And then, you know, you guys will jump all over me, but Hook Porty looks really good again, <laughs> like he did in preseason coming into this year. It's a, um, it's a big injury for a big man to come back from, isn't it,
0: Simon? An Achilles, like it, oh, it's, he's, a... he, he's an athletic beast, and he's got his genetics are unbelievable. I'm with you, Liam, but I, I'm really interested to see how he goes early on coming back from that sort of I injury. I mean,
1: let's face it, last year that was probably even with the issues that they had with other injuries at other spots. If he was healthy and available. That's a huge bonus for them, and they come in this year. I'm not sure how long, and maybe you guys can can, can educate me on this one, but I'm not sure how long Joe Luala-Chul is out for. I know it's a significant period. I think
2: he's going to miss a couple of months of the season. Yeah.
1: Well, that, that's a huge loss, but geez, that opens up a great opportunity for Ariel Ar- Ar- Hakporti, yeah. um, who towards the back end of his first year at Melbourne United was becoming quite the weapon and quite the thing that you had to plan around. Um, his ability to catch the ball finish above the rim, uh, his shot blocking ability, his robust athleticism, mm. um, and he's starting to develop, it may not be the prettiest jump shot, but he's starting to develop a little seven footer yeah. that whilst it may not pass the eye test, <laughs> it certainly, you, you found yourself pulling it out of the net. So, um, unbelievable upside for that kid, um, with the addition of Rob Lowe, Um, Luke Travers That import spot's going to be I I agree with Liam I think the Scotty Hopson type um, Is going to And another ball handler At that spot I mean that's what I love About Luke Travers At the four though Is that he brings that Extra ball handler Now last year When Shaili went down You could key in On their point guards and try and take the ball out of their hands. And then they had the Lockie Barker who maybe is not a natural point guard would struggle mm. getting it up the floor or Chris Golding was given responsibilities that maybe he didn't want. Um, and, and you could really get into them and turn them over. Now with the addition of Luke Travers, um, regardless of whether or not they, they start with Dallard and Shay, you've got that extra ball handler out on the floor. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're loaded from top to bottom. I agree with Dewey. Flynn Cameron looks like uh, a quality player. That's one heck of a uh, mature-looking body mm, sure. on a young man. Yeah. Like He looks strong. Uh, Tanner Krebs, I think, is in a great position for further his career. Um, and look, just going from what Brisbane was last year into the organization at Melbourne United is, is just going to be a great eye-opener for a young kid like that who's mm. uh, going to be in a position where I think the skill sets that he brings to this team, um, are going to be absorbed and welcomed. And yeah,
2: they're going to be tough. You, you mentioned the name Tanner Krebs. I, I think another little under the radar type signing Tanner Krebs. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, a really quality player still has some upside to tap into. I've said it before. He's a better shooter than he's ever shown in the NBL as a pro so far. Um, so. You get I- some
1: good service here with Ilian and Deliver yeah. maybe you missed out on in Brisbane.
2: That's probably true. And then the other thing I like is that. This feels like much more of a Dean Vickerman type team than what he had last season. And they've had a couple of these pivots under Dean Vickerman over the journey. You know, they had the mellow, Trimble, Sean Long team. And then he went, nah, you know what? I'm going more local, more defense. And then they won the championship. And then they had that squad last year. And they had some real talent in Xavier Raton, Mays and Ray John Tucker. And he said, you know what? Nah, I'm going more local, more defense. And that's where we've landed.
0: So we turn our attention to the New Zealand Breakers who made it all the way to last year's championship series and pushed the Sydney Kings all the way to the very end. Uh, they have had a really productive couple of weeks. There there was a period there where I, I just wonder whether the, the Breaker Nation were getting a little bit nervous with the departure of Derek Pardon, Jarrell Brantley, Barry Brown Jr. not returning. But they've thrown a few punches back the other way, Liam, and I think the great starting point for them is getting Finn Delaney oh, back into this team. What a
2: great signing um you know this game people may you know this game is so much of it is about relationships in free agency and and in the off season about your relationships with agents about the relationships you have with your current players because guys will start talking to each other and fin delaney has an incredible relationship with modi mayor and that's the primary reason as well as being a, a kiwi kid who grew up supporting the breakers and wants to be a part of a New Zealand breakers championship. His relationship with Modi Mayor is what's got that over the line. And, um, he's a huge signing coming back, whether he's at the three or the four or how they move those guys up and down that lineup is going to be fun to watch over the course of the season. I'm just excited to have him back in the league.
0: Justinian Jessup back in the league as well. Yeah. Uh, a couple of days before we go to record this, he returns. We saw him as a next star, Drewy, at yeah. the Illawarra Hawks under Brian
3: Gorgian. Now we're seeing Justinian Jessup as a professional as an import. Well, we are, but it's a little different. When he when he was under Brian Gorgian, he, yes, he was a next star and yes, he was a rookie, but he'd had a still had a long career at the collegiate level. So it's a little bit different to some of the next stars that we see coming through right now. But the thing we do know is he can shoot it. He, he's lights out shooter, mm. and uh, I think that. He's a he's a he's a solid pickup for him. Uh, this is a much different team to what we ha- that what they had last season. When when you take out those three imports, that straight away you're a different look. Yes, some of that's offset by Finn Delaney, um, Majuk Mathiang. He's a, I think he's a better player than what we saw of him uh, last season at uh, Illawarra. Um, so there's there's some things to like. Will McDowell White was. Border on being one of the Uber elites, uh, with what the way in which he made the progress he made and what he can do. Can he continue to play, or if not, continue to grow on what he does? They've in, invested heavily, yeah. in him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really like the New Zealand Breakers. I like the team they put together, but uh, right now, I still need, I, I need to see a little bit more of some of these guys to think to compare them to what they had last year where they were really, really good. Um, I think the jury's out uh, on whether they can be as good as what they were last year, but they've done a heck of a job of having a good crack at it to put a a team that can uh, try to replicate, or in their case, go one better than what they did last season. As you look
0: at this roster right
3: now, Simon, what do you think? Yeah, look...
1: I think Derek Pardon was a very, very good basketball player for New Zealand last year, and I
0: think they're going to miss him
1: particularly. Mm. Um, one of the things that I think he did at a level maybe above anybody else in the league was his ability to set ball screens, the angles that he set them at, the or the physicality he set them set them at as well, mm. and that freed up Will McDowell White to do what he does best: is operate out of those pick and rolls. Um, Mang- Mango is not that guy. Um, yeah, he's going to do some. Wild stuff upstairs on the, on the rolls and he's going to pop occasionally. And, uh, but he's not going to set the screens to the level of Derek Pardon. Um, I'm not sure he's going to defend at the level of Derek Pardon either. Um, although apparently the social media down in New Zealand said that they've made an upgrade there. So we'll see. We probably shouldn't talk Um, about that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Um, look, I'm a huge Derek Pardon fan and I, I think there's. You know, he he was a big part of what they did last year. Now, Silent Cheatham is a, a guy that's uh intriguing to me. Now, I don't know when they signed him, um, and whether or not they signed him before incoming Finn Diesel. Um now they may have doubled down a little bit on that position. And I know that you know Finn's come back because he's a relationship with with Modi. I dare say there's a nice chunk of change that was uh involved in the exchange there too, Liam. Um so you've doubled down a little bit at that spot. Now, will Cheatham play a little bit at the five spot as an undersized five? And we with, Oh definitely. Well, from an off from an athleticism standpoint, we're looking at somebody who has got his chin on the rim. Bouncy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. a little bit bouncy. So we're going to have a little bit of fun watching him. But Finn at the three spot, if they go in that direction, yeah, I don't know. I I think you're robbing a little bit of what Finn Delaney brings to the table putting him at the three. So mm. I'm intrigued to see how they how they uh, go through that. Uh, Justinian Jessup, if he's at the two, now I've got to look at your ball handling in the backcourt. Can you take the ball out of Will McDowell's whites? And then all of a sudden you've got Justinian Jessup as your setup guard. Maybe not his strength. He's not blessed with incredible speed or ball handling ability in the open court. So, yeah, it, it, it's an intriguing team. There's some question marks over it for me. Um, I think they'll go with Liaffa as a guard next to uh, Will McDowell-White. I think Jessup moves up to the three, and I wouldn't be surprised either Cheatham goes to the five mm. or moves to the bench. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're going to be able to move guys up and down that lineup. The the important thing for me is as they do that, the ball needs to stay in Will McDowell-White's hands. So when you bring in this next import and and, and you look for like a Barry Brown type replacement or, or wherever it is that you bring a guy in, just just make sure you're keeping my advice to the breakers would be to keep in mind that Will McDowell-White needs to have the rock, and he has to have the rock in big situations. I think if they went back to that fourth quarter in game five of the grand final series and they could do that over, they'd say, you know what? We're going to ride this Derek Pardon will McDowell-White pick and roll to the death. And you're right. They're going to really miss him. I mean, if you get... Your arousal levels and your man crush on Lachlan Albrecht <laughs> is one thing. How I feel about Derek Pardon is oh, the a whole, whole feeling number. for Derek Pardon too. <laughs> and, and they're really going to miss him. Um, and not just in terms of his ability to set ball screens, but his ability to defend ball screens as well. He, maybe he was one of the best screeners we've seen in the NBL of all time. I think he's the best hard show defender I think I've ever seen in this league. Now, you've had a guy like Dane Pinot on your team a couple of seasons ago, did a terrific job like that. And we've seen some guys do that at a high level. But this team was ranked first in the league in defensive efficiency last season. And what Pardon did to blow up those type of actions, to stop the ball and then hard, you know, high hand recover to his man was really, really important. So, how they go about replacing that with Mango Matiang, with Cheatham, with Pinot and the like. I think is going to tell the story of this season. And lastly
0: the Brisbane Bullets who have another team who have had some pretty significant change in the off season starting with their coach Justin Shuler. We wish him all the best in his first role as a head coach here in the Hungry Jacks NBL. Um what sort of brand do we expect this group to play under Justin? You all know him pretty well in in various connections. What are they going to look like on the court?
3: Well, I think that um, he's trying to bring a bit of Melbourne United and what he did with Melbourne United with Sam McDaniel and Mitch Norton, a bit of that defensive pressure that that um, that Melbourne United United are, are renowned for. I think that uh, it's a, it's a it's a good lineup. It's a I, I was a little surprised with Shannon Scott that the way they they went there, whether or not they would have tried. For something different. Josh Bannon is a kid that grew up here in 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 Melbourne and uh, played with Blackburn. Lefty developed really well. I think that he's one that, uh, I don't know what type of, type of expectations they have for him. But I think that he could be, he's got good size mm-hmm. and he can shoot it. Well, he certainly could in his junior days. i say expectations are pretty high, Drewie. Hey,
1: I think expectations might be pretty high. Well, I think
3: they're, they're warranted. Mm, I, I yeah. think from what I've seen, they are justified. And really, uh, Nathan Sobey didn't have one of his better seasons last year. If they can get him back to where he was a couple of seasons ago and figure out a, a way to get Aaron Baines going uh, and back to his days when he's running around with a, a Celtics jersey on, <laughs> um, then... I they could be really tough. Uh, they've got good depth. DJ Mitchell, I, I thought was, you know, good. Really solid. So they're solid. I see. I see this being really solid. I see Justin trying to get more defense into into the lineup to what they had uh, last season. And um, the big fella, your man Rocco. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really curious to see if he can have any sort of him, young guy. Very young. Great size, but very, very young. Mm. And how quickly he can develop. Um, You know, he's raw from my eyes. My eye test, he's raw. But when you talk about arousal levels for Ooh. the next two <laughs> or three years, Jeez. you know, I, I'm sure that he uh, is on the NBA radar. Well, and truly. When, when anytime you've got that size, you're going to be on the NBA radar. And he's got those skill sets to say he can go to the next level. Whether or not he can... Do that next season for mm. them, and how much he can contribute can contribute remains to be seen. But um, I'd say the jury's out on, on Brisbane. Um, but I'm not going to be surprised if they were able to to do better and, and get into that <laughs> that top four type conversation. But um, I think you'd have to stretch your imagination to think that this team could win it. But they could be. You got them ahead of
1: cans, Drewy, Huh? Do you have them ahead of cans?
3: You got any love well, for simil- the state of
2: Queensland, Drewy.
3: No, yeah. no, no, no. There's similarities in that, that without seeing them and seeing how some of these pieces, there's yeah. some pieces here that if you want to take a, a, a really optimistic view, then, then yeah. And I say that about cans. I'm not, and, and again, if you be accused of sitting on the fence here. Right now, if you ask me, they're not in your, t- they're not on my top four. Right. But I'm not going to be uh, – it's not going to be like it was that first year when Tasmania get to the grand final. I'm not going to be that type, oh, gee, that I never, ever thought would in my wildest right. dreams saw that happening, right. coming. Uh, it's not that level of shock, but it's it's one that uh, you've you got to reserve. You know, Chris Smith, you tell me. Uh, <laughs> well, you you used the word solid before, and, and I think you're right. That is
2: exactly what Justin has mm. tried to create here. A team more solid mm. than they have been, where they've been so up and down, and you can't rely on them for this, that, or the other. So, and I think Justin Shuler's looked at this, and he's looked at Tasmania under Scott Roth, and he's looked at some of these Melbourne United teams over and you know, under Dean Vickerman, and he's like, you know what? Solid wins a lot of games in the NBL. If you if we can create a culture here where we kind of know who we are and what we're going to deliver on a nightly basis, we're going to be better than where we were at. And then the other thing you said there, as you spoke about Nathan Sobey, to me, he's the difference maker mm. here because they've built a lot of this roster around providing a platform for him to get back to that MVP caliber player he was a few years ago on that Vic Law, Andre Lamanis Le led team. We're going to bring in a point guard to, to put you off the ball. And he's not going to be a jacket up ball dominant guy. He's going to be a solid defensive guy who will find you in transition. We're going to bring in a wing who's not going to demand the ball and try to kind of operate off the bounce. He's going to be a shooter and he's going to space out the defense. So they've put a lot of pieces in place here to give Nathan Sobey the opportunity to have a big time season.
0: So is it his team?
2: No. No. No,
1: I'm not going to go It's his team. I think it's Justin Shuler's team, and I think it has to be. I think we've seen the last couple of years, I think it maybe has been Nathan's team, and I don't think it's worked that way. I think we've touched upon that. ball's coming out of his hands a little bit, a little bit. Uh, At least it's not going to start in his hands as much as it has, and I think that's going to be good for this team. I think it's, you know, you go through the pick and roll numbers last year, between him and Jason, there was such a significant number of the pick and rolls resulted in guard shots. And there was a, a little bit of a famine for the big guys. And they had about seven centers on the roster last year. So that's a lot of, a lot of blokes who need a bit of feeding. So, um, that may be an exaggeration, but no, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm it, with you. It's, uh, I think Shannon Scott, Drew, you brought it up. I, I reckon that is a New South Wales rugby top because he's hatred for <laughs> Queensland right now. No, not at all. Because, well. because. Not no, a holiday
2: no. in the sunshine. Today. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Does it? He's more than New South Wales. We had Wales. Andrew Johns with Your, us on the marketplace today. You know, I hopefully that
3: I'm not misrepresenting him. But I just think it's, it's a big question mark. It, it's, it's just, there's a level of uncertainty here that you're not, you know, you can't bank it. Is Nathan Sobey going to get a a role that's more suited to him? Is he going to buy into that role? Mm, Well, that's, Mm. that's the key, isn't it? Yeah. And I think a guy like Shannon Scott,
1: who's not going to, and I like the signing. Mm. I really like it because of Nathan Sobey. Yeah. I think he's a guy who can sit on the wing and catch and shoot. And he's going to keep you honest out there. But he's also very crafty in pick and rolls. He's pass first. Yep. You go back to his days at Long Island, and there was a guy by the name of Jordan McLaughlin who was playing behind him. And for those who know, he's a mm. he's a pretty handy NBA guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I remember scratching my head, going, "Why is this bloke starting ahead of Jordan McLaughlin?" Mm. Uh, and then you start to watch him a little bit more, and it's you know there was some. Mouths to feed on that team yeah. with Mitch Creek and Alan Williams mm, and, to McCall. uh, yep. yeah, well, he wasn't getting the biggest feed on that team, but yeah, there was mm. some guys out there who wanted the balls in their hands and he made the ball sing. Mm. So I think he's going to be a really good signing for them. I love what Justin's done. I'm more excited. I'm more, I've got more excitement levels about this Brisbane team than what they did last year. I was not very big on the Brisbane lineup last year. There was a lot of hoopla. There was a lot of talk in the media about, oh, look at what Brisbane's put together um, I thought they were way too top-heavy. I thought it was almost a throwback to the 1980s sort of basketball with all these big heavy bodies. Um, For me, it it needed a little bit more athleticism up and down. I love the signing of Josh Bannon. I think there's nine other teams that are a little bit uh, envious of Mm -hmm. Brisbane right now. Uh, Chris Smith, uh, don't know a lot about him, but I know he shoots the ball well. Mm -hmm. Um, He played in Japan last year, came off the bench most of the time, but led his team in scoring, and that was a very good team he played for too in the Cheaper Jets. So um I like the balance here. Uh Mitch Norton just gonna bring that uh toughness, that leadership, that this team of all teams, maybe along with Adelaide, you go into the offseason, you're like, oh geez, where's the leadership need to be? This is the team. I mean, this was a basket case last year. Uh even inside the NBL as a coach, I'm looking up there and thinking, thank God I'm not coaching there, because it was horrendous that hmm. what they went through.
0: This makes for fascinating conversation as we get closer and closer to NBL 24. To the three of you, thank you so much for your brains, for your preparation, and for your intel over our roundtable series. It's all very exciting. It's just around the corner now.
2: Very exciting. I can't wait. We're going to the Gold Coast. I'm not sure they're going to let Drew in. Drew, he's not no, going. As he tries to cross the border. The New South now, I mean, now grossly misrepresented. <laughs> yeah. But it was good fun breaking it all down.
0: Simon, thank you. Drewy, thank you very much. And a big thanks to everyone for joining us on the Marketplace right throughout the off-season and, of course, during our roundtable editions as well. mbl.com.au for all the latest news on the Blitz. If you're thinking about going, you should. Take the family. Make it a holiday. It'll be a whole lot of fun. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you soon.